You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Back to Tom and Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'm uh, debating reading this line from Thad on the text line. Should I read it, Bach? Yeah, I think you should read it now that you teased it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's you funny. Could, you could go to the text line to probably read it. Uh, I was listening to the YouTube stream and was behind. Bach asked about uh, requesting a female for a massage. I couldn't help but thinking of the classic uh, Seinfeld episode where George says, it moved uh, <laughs> right. with, with the uh, male masseuse. I do remember that. <laughs> Was he the best character in Seinfeld? Uh, I always preferred Kramer the most. Yeah. No, actually, I, that's a lie. Newman. Newman's my favorite. Newman. And, and he was even less than anybody else. And Newman yeah. wasn't in every episode. And if he was in an episode, it was usually for, you know, two or three minutes. It's, I just loved how it was uh, uh, Jerry's uh, arch nemesis. Newman. Yeah. Newman. Newman. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Corey is disputing whether or not a quarterback could make four or $500,000 at Nebraska. Isn't it true that Texas has a ten million dollar transfer pool, uh, like ten million in the pot? Yeah, I don't know if that—that's not necessarily not, just transfer portal, yeah, but, but altogether nil fund. Yeah, um, but it, for, but yes, every one of their offensive linemen that starts going to make 50, yeah. 50 grand, right? Um, so that's pretty significant money. It's not four or five hundred, but I would imagine Adrian was in that neighborhood. I would think so. The way that. The way that, uh, you know, we talked to Sean Callahan not too long ago. He says not everything's necessarily reported out there for uh, the public, but a lot of these deals, I mean, there's, how's it, free there's housing. a lot of money being thrown around. Yeah, whether it's, whether it's you know, yeah, cash that, uh, <laughs> or, you know, uh, just gifts or whatever. But Sometimes uh, maybe harder to track uh, yeah. in, in the ways they're but giving it away. But Quinn Ewers made a million dollars at Ohio State. I don't think Bryce he, Young, same thing. Yeah, I don't think that he would transfer – if he had a million dollars sitting at Ohio State to Texas, if there wasn't a million dollars waiting for him there. So, I, I I mean, I think that the money in some of these cases is pretty large. And I think Nebraska's, you know, you can say, well, that's going on in other places, but not Nebraska. I think Nebraska and, and anybody that wants to be competitive has to try to keep up. And Nebraska's always been a school that we talk about. This this should be an advantage for them because they have uh, the interest. They have the, yeah. you know, and, and the money from the donors. So, I think that... Whoever the transfer portal quarterback is going to be, will uh, will see pretty nice money. I don't know if it's you know half a million or whatever, but well, I wouldn't of, be surprised if it's somewhere in that neighborhood. Part of it would be market value. I don't see a quarterback that's a Heisman candidate in the portal, right? But if Bryce Young were in the portal, he'd oh, be worth a million plus. He'd, he'd be make, worth two million. Yeah, he might make three. He might make a lot of money there. Uh, 
Uh, Quinn Ewers is a different uh, is a different subject. I mean, he went to Ohio State. He saw Stroud won the or was in the Heisman competition, and he's not leaving for uh, at least a couple of years. So he didn't want to wait his turn. It's understandable. You bounce back to Texas and you pick up a few bucks along the way. <laughs> Uh, and it's crazy, too, because, I mean, we, when you look at this thing, and we're talking about different amounts of money here, and you don't know if, it, it, again, it, it's hard to track, it's hard to necessarily report, but you can kind of try to get in that area. Donovan Raiola, the offensive line coach, was just, uh, you know, they just announced that it was 325000 yeah. that he's going to get. I wouldn't be surprised if the quarterback on your team <laughs> takes home more than your offensive right. line coach at that point. Yep, that's right. Uh, just announced Mickey Joseph. Uh, the wide receivers coach, the passing game coordinator, assistant head coach. Too many titles <laughs> for box liking. Uh, but maybe you give him all the titles so you could give him $600,000 a year. Yeah, and he was making 500000 at LSU, so maybe that's part of the pitch to bring him over, a little bit more money. Yeah, uh, yeah $100,000. Actually, probably quite a bit more money when you consider the two economies. I don't know a lot about the Louisiana economy compared to Lincoln. I mean, actually, Lincoln has fairly high taxes, so maybe it's about the same. Ryan Held also going to Northern Alabama as their offensive coordinator. Um, I don't think it's an upgrade, but it's maybe somewhat of a level move uh, when you consider Ryan Held, who has been a coach at the JUCO level, who's been a coach, a head coach, uh, maybe wants to be a head coach someday. So be an OC. You've been a running backs coach. You've been known as a great recruiter. Round out the resume. Uh, that makes sense for him. Yeah, it'll definitely be good experience for him. Obviously, I think overall, and in, in, in probably in pay, you'd rather be at Nebraska, um, but things didn't work out quite uh, as well as you wanted to here. But I, I don't, you know, I don't think that's going to be his last stop. I think that he he is a rising coach in the profession. Um, it just never really, they never really got the yeah. guy here. I mean, Nebraska's been searching yeah. for that mainstay at running back, and uh, you know, under the frost air, it just hasn't really been there. Uh, Tony Tuioti seems to be nudging his way toward Oregon. Uh, you could expect an announcement. It feels like there's an announcement type thing coming, right? That Nebraska is very possibly going to lose their defensive line coach in Tony Tuioti, known as a very good recruiter, has connections in that area of the country in the Pac-12. It would make sense that he would go back there. Yeah, I mean it's, it's interesting too because his uh, his son's a recruit here, so yeah. um, it's, you know to see how all that thing goes, and uh, of course uh, kind of the, the Polynesian pipeline there. It, it not necessarily good news for Nebraska, but. At the same time, you know, you, you can expect these things when you have success, and that's yeah. what Eric Shenander's side of the ball brought you. Um, that was not a 3-9 defense. That was better than a 3-9 mm. defense, and, yeah. and so I wouldn't be surprised. You know, the, the, the talk's always been Travis Fisher because he, I mean, he gets, he's had offers before, uh, and there's nothing this past year. Yeah. I mean, the secondary did really well, um, so you would think that that would happen. Tuioti, you would hope, I, I, I guess I just kind of hope, would still remain a little bit, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> underneath the radar there yeah. for a second, but somebody's been paying attention to what he's been doing. So yeah, he's a solid coach and he's well liked, I think, on the defensive line and he's he's gotten production. More importantly, he's gotten production uh from the defensive line. I think they've gotten better. Maybe one of the reasons that Damian Daniels, one of the more improved players on that defensive line, uh is now headed for the NFL draft. I think uh, he owes them something. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, uh, that is Damien. I think that he's gotten better under the tutelage of uh, Tony Tuioti. I think he'll, he'll make a good coach wherever he goes. Uh, it would be sad to see him uh, leave Lincoln, uh, but you understand that that's what coaching is. It's a, kind of a vagabond business. You move from town to town to school to school, sometimes because you've been fired or sometimes because there's another, another job opportunity and you can't help but wonder, does he think, and other coaches on that defensive staff think, oh, we got one year to prove ourselves. There's not a lot of job security in that. Uh, maybe I'll go to Oregon. That's always a top 20 program, or at least has been, and was in the college football playoff picture and still lost Mario Cristobal uh, this year to a, a lesser job to yeah. some extent. But, is the, but you know, where he went it, to school. Yeah, he went to Miami, so you understand that's his uh, alma mater. I think uh, it would be a good hire, Tony Tuioti, wherever he goes. Would hate to lose him, uh, though. Would very much hate to lose yeah, him. Yeah, you always wonder how those things, you know, how the, how it goes. I mean, does Tuioti... You know, because the, the news is out there. Does he does he come back to Nebraska and say I've I've got interest and you know I need a raise or otherwise I'm leaving? You you would hope at least that that, that that's in in the cards, uh, but you never know. You know, sometimes um, it's just you get the phone call. Hey, I'm I'm taking another job. <laughs> hard to imagine Oregon would pay their defensive line coach as he's making three hundred or four hundred now. If he bumped him to five hundred, it's hard to maybe believe that they would bump even higher, but they've got Nike money, obviously. Yeah. Phil Knight uh, there, they can afford to do that. If they want him, uh, they can certainly get And there. I don't know, they might, they might save some money on their head coach, so they right. might be able to get a better staff, because that was just not uh, a, you know, a, a name higher, so I don't think they're going to have to pay uh, Lanning as much as they would if they were going to try to go bid for Chip Kelly. Maybe that was part of their plan yeah. all along. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned that the Rams beat the Seahawks last night, 20-10. to 10. Uh, Philadelphia over Washington, twenty-seven to seventeen. You got two Tuesday night games because of COVID games delayed uh, into the work week uh, because of problems over the weekend. Uh, the Rams had a lot of guys out, uh, but were still able to beat a bad Seattle team. And uh, Philadelphia over Washington. Washington, I think, just had their quarterback last. I don't even remember. I'd never seen that guy before. Uh, <laughs> who played? Uh, never seen who that guy. I mean, I mean Heineke. They've lost him yeah. or did lose him for that game. Uh, so it's understandable. I liked Garrett Gilbert. I kind of followed him throughout his career at uh, SMU. Okay. Um, he started at Texas. You're a big Garrett Gilbert big fan. Big Garrett Gilbert guy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> it didn't it, work out the last time. It didn't work out last time. He handed off for a touchdown, I believe. Uh, I think that worked out. <laughs> and how about our guy? What do we call him? Connor Cole? Col- it's Con- Cooper Cup, but Cooper we, Cup. we like to call him Connor Cooper, Cole. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nine receptions for 136 yards, two TDs. You know, he's the NFL leading receiver in receiving yards and in uh, touchdowns reception, and reception reception yeah he leads in several categories and nobody ever mentions cooper cup first as the best receiver well no not until this year i mean he i think you might have to if he if he does this he'd be the first since steve smith back in 2005 to lead in all three categories if he does and he's got a pretty sizable lead right now in all of them he's um, always been solid yeah and he's always been that guy that you know like goff would go to if he wanted a first down i always saw him as a possession receiver but now he's just become a great receiver, period. Well, and that and it's kind of cool, too, just to see Matt Stafford uh, be able to flourish and get out of Detroit, thank uh, God. That guy's been a good quarterback for a long time, uh, uh, and you could see it there. 
Um, but he just never had enough around him, um, you know, unless you go back to those early days where they, you know, had kind of Sue and, mm-hmm. and some of those guys on the defensive line. But that was like one year uh, where they made the playoffs. And so, you know, I, and that's that's a considerable upgrade in my mind. I don't know why the Rams or excuse me, why Detroit thought that that was going to be a good idea. I don't know if they're saving money on the golf deal or whatever right. um, or just kind of figured it was time. But um, Stafford was always by far the more talented quarterback. Well, he's and, now in his 30s and Detroit's right. going nowhere. Uh, that's a rebuilding project, but it's always a rebuilding project. I, I thought if you could get enough for him, uh, <laughs> do it. Make the deal if you're Detroit. Yeah, but Detroit's where you you hold on to your all-stars and Barry Sanders and Calvin uh, Johnson and let them rot the whole time in their career, <laughs> and then the rest of the NFL wishes, you know what, if we could have just had yeah, that guy for right. a year or two. Yeah, at least you didn't get him. <laughs> la, 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 la. That's how Detroit does. Just keep away the all-time that's greats. Right. Of right. course, Stafford's not in that category. but no. uh, Barry Sanders certainly was. Calvin Johnson certainly was. Yeah, uh, Stafford... It'll the stats will say that maybe he belongs with some of those guys that are in the hall by the end, but because he never won anything in Detroit, you're gonna say no way. Yeah, he might have to do it with the Rams, and they're yeah. they're you know there's a there's about five six teams yeah. in the NFC that you could see winning it. They're yeah. definitely one of them. They're coming on again. There's a ton of teams that could win it this year. Not yeah. Minnesota. I mean, uh, not any of the seven seven teams. I don't think. Uh, but this could be one of the years where you see a New York Giants type of story, and somebody just gets hot. Uh, because nobody's been great this year. Yeah. Kansas City, I mean, they have the, what, seven or eight game winning streak, whatever it is, uh, after starting three and four. But they're not a great team offensively yet. Uh, they've been winning with defense, believe it or not, after being terrible on defense uh, for the start of the year. Green Bay, maybe your team. I think that's the those are the two favorites to make it to the Super Bowl, Green Bay and Kansas City. But I don't know if I would bank on anybody uh, this year. Yeah, and, and they're the favorites now, and who knows what it'll I mean, it seemingly changes every two weeks, so uh, we'll see. But, I mean, like you said, the Chiefs are on a streak. The, the Packers have been there all year outside of kind of week one where we started to question them, um, and uh, and we'll see. I mean, the Patriots are coming on strong. The Cardinals are falling off, so it, it's, it's just kind of interesting there at the top, um, you know, who's going to be the favorite. I, I'd certainly wouldn't mind. Uh, I mean, there's just all sorts of storylines that you can build up there. I mean, how, how good would Patriots-Bucks be, obviously, uh, with Brady and Belichick? And the Chiefs and, and Packers would be great. Rodgers needs kind of that second ring to to really get a lot of haters off his back yeah. about never being able to win more than just one. Yeah. Uh, let's get to break. Rico is waiting patiently for the blog jog. I think he's uh, working on an animal story as we speak. Uh, the blog jog with Rico is on the way next. You're listening to Tom and Bach. Watch live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.